You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Around the Table with Brenda Harkins. That's me. And this is a place where real people like me and you just gather our courage to share the real and raw stories that have shaped us. Those stories that shape our convictions and influence our choices. You may not agree with all the perspectives you hear, but here's the beautiful thing. Around the table, understanding does not require agreement. So pull up a chair, enjoy the journey with us here around the table. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Brenda Harkins, and I want to share with you today's story about when I discovered all of the stories in my life that really did shape me. So I was about 40 years old. I'm saying this because there's sometimes a maturity that has to happen in our lives before we're aware, before we recognize certain things. And at 40, my husband and I had moved into a new home with our children and I was wanting to paint this room to be a a special kind of just kind of quiet getaway place. And I was just laboring over what color do I paint this and what would be the perfect, you know, just feel atmosphere for this room. And my husband walks through and he says, are you still trying to figure out what you're going to paint this room? Why don't you just paint it your favorite color? And he just walked out. And he might as well have dropped a bomb because when he said that, I realized that he thought he knew what my favorite color was. And that I thought I knew what my favorite color was until that moment. And all of a sudden, I did not know what my favorite color was. I knew what it had been, but it didn't wasn't really doing anything for me at the moment. You know, I was, yeah, I don't know. What is my favorite color? And I just started going through the color spectrum and nothing lit me up. Now, that's a big deal. And you can probably tell from my background, I enjoy color, okay? So... I I have for those of you who are just listening and not watching there's there's gold and reds and pinks and just shades that bring me joy shades that feel joyful and happy and take me to yeah take me to my happy place I am a very visual person and so to not be able to connect with a color that felt good, it was kind of scary. But then I thought, okay, let's forget about the color. What are some of my favorite things I like to do? Nothing was coming to mind, literally nothing. And so then I started thinking, okay, Favorite foods. I've always loved Mexican food. Grew up in Texas, the whole Tex-Mex thing. Yeah. I realized there was something going on that was a lot deeper than me not being able to pinpoint what some favorite things were. For me, things that had always brought me great joy were now just landing flat 
And I knew that that wasn't my normal. So it kind of got scary (laughs) for me. It may not be scary for you. It may not sound scary to you. For me, it was scary because I didn't know certain things that I had always known that had made me really come alive inside. And so I... I really just, I went to the, you know, I'm a person of faith. And so when I have a, not only when I have a crisis, but especially when I have a crisis, I go to that place of God help, you know, what's going on here. And I felt super prompted to write a, to go back in my memory as far as I could go, as far as I could remember, like to the very first memory I could remember. And not digging things up, but just to kind of relax and think back to as early as I could remember. And then anything that stood out that made me feel happy or brought me joy, just to write it down. Not to analyze it, not to think about it, not to not to discount it if it felt like something silly. And there were some that felt pretty silly. But not to try to dig up something that felt more important, either just to go with what came up in my memory. And so I did that. And what I discovered was probably the first time that I could put words to the importance of stories. I've always enjoyed people's stories. I've always enjoyed hearing about people's lives and and things that have happened in their lives that have led them certain places. But it was at this point when it was happening with me that I was able to see that, oh my goodness, when I tied all of those memories together, I saw this beautiful golden thread that was me that helped bring me back to what do I love? Who am I? What am I wired for? What is my purpose? You know, those things that we all ask. And so, so I did. And here's here, I want to, I want to give you an example of how absolutely unimportant something can seem and yet be so very important. So first memory I had that stood out as like, I mean, like I remembered little things like playing in the yard and stuff like that. But I remembered being uh, first grade, first grade on the playground. It was a memory that I don't think had ever come up in my memory since it happened. That's how insignificant how significantly insignificant it was. But at that time that it came up, it was like, yeah, write it down. Just write it down. You can think about it later. All there was to it, I was on the playground playing with my friends at recess in first grade. And I look over and I see a little girl that's standing by the swing set. I had never noticed her before. She was kind of looking down at her feet, kind of kicking the dirt. She looked unhappy. And that's what drew me to her. I was like, ooh, what's wrong with her? So I ran over to her and I said, hey, I'm Brenda. What's your name? And she told me and I said, you want to come play with me and my friends? And she lit up and she came and that's all I remember. (laughs) Like Literally, that's all there was to the story. 
But because I had just relaxed and asked the Lord really just to bring up in my mind anything that had any significance, I thought, well, okay, I'll write it down. And as I share, you know, over time, some of these stories with you, you'll see uh, the thread between them. But for this specific one, what I saw was that six-year-old Brenda had a felt empathy for this little girl, didn't leave her in that unhappy place, went to see if I could do something about making it better. And I looked and I saw that's a theme through my life. I could not have put words at six years old to what purpose or significance or any of those words even meant. But I'm looking back seeing There was something that was knit into the creation of my being that wired me to pay attention to people and how they're feeling, to notice their emotions, or to notice that I even notice their emotions. Because there are people that don't, and they're wired with other things that are wonderful. But for me, That's one of the ways I'm wired. I notice things that other people don't about where people are emotionally. And I love to be a part of either helping get them to a better place or pointing them to where they need to go to get to that better place. So, wow, like from six years old all the way through my life. I saw that was consistent in my up times and in my down times when I was really messed up and when I was really doing well. That's something that never, ever left me. And that's a part of just who I am. And there are things that are a part of who you are that have always been with you. And if you take the time to go back and just Just do the fun exercise that I did. Just go back and think about what made me feel happy when I was a kid. You know, walking in the rain. Just different things, whatever it was that makes you smile when you remember it. Or that gives you a warm, good, happy, satisfying feeling. And start to see what is it about that that has been a thread throughout your life because those things that have happened have been a part of who you are that have shaped the journey you've walked that have gotten you to where you are now. And they're a beautiful, beautiful thing to become aware of and to live in and to lean into that as who you are more and more. Because the joys that come from that are tremendous. And I've experienced that. And I would love for you to experience that too. So I hope to uh, meet with you again on the next Roundtable Talks. And between now and then, I hope you really enjoy your journey. Bye-bye.